Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hello and happy Wednesday. Or whenever you're tuning in, it's the Positive on Purpose podcast, and we are your hosts, Jamie and Jules. Last week, we talked about expectations, uh, mainly on ourselves and what we expect of ourselves and our goals. And this week, we want to shift the conversation to our expectations of others and our relationships. Because we really felt that they built on each other really well, because essentially, and you'll, you'll see this in today's episode, but... You have to start the foundation of working on yourself because in our relationships, there are things that you need to look at from an internal perspective on how you can best support those relationships. It's always that work on ourselves, kind of like you have to work on you or you have to love yourself before you can love others. Like that applies to a lot of things, especially expectations. For sure. And if, you know, this is our first episode in February. And if you're looking ahead at that calendar date of the February 14th, (laughs) there may be, you know, there's always this like pressure per se or, and you know, of like, and expectations really of like what this day should look like, you know, what your partner should know what to do for you. And it can, you know, vary in all stages. Like, are did you just start dating somebody? Mm -hmm. Have you been dating for a while? Is this a spouse? Is it a close friend? Um, You know, it could be your Galentine. Yeah. (laughs) What have you? Is it your kid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Of course, with your kids too. So we think this is a really important conversation to have because this is ultimately where we feel the most frustration Mm -hmm. and disappointment. We talked about that last week too. And um, and in our research, you know, again, we've listened to some content on Jay Shetty and a couple other podcasts and such. Um, it really comes down to communication and we can't expect something of someone if we haven't told them how we feel or what's important to us or the why behind mm-hmm. it. I think that you're going to see this as a repeating factor that keeps coming up in a lot of these examples. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit more sharing examples. Um, Um, both from our real-life experiences and some from other um, experts in the industry. Um, And we hope that you find that tangible and find your story somewhere in there. Um, But again, it's it's really going to come back to communication. Yep. And, you know, you may feel like you've communicated, but that's, (laughs) again, these examples, I think, will help you like, oh, yeah, and I don't think I've actually really done the work that needs to be done. So we mentioned this a little bit briefly last week, but we talked about the idea of high standards versus unrealistic expectations. So you can have high standards. Like it's good to have values, like Mm -hmm. core values and things. But when they start to subconsciously or consciously creep into unrealistic expectations, that's where that's where the frustration can come up. That's where the negative feelings can come up. Yeah, I love that you mentioned subconsciously. Sometimes we don't even know we're doing it or like we might have thought we told them, but again, Mm -hmm. or we didn't tell them in a way that they fully understood too. So we have three examples here. The first one is, okay, so this would be the high standard. I expect to be treated with respect. Like that's a great standard to have. Yes, Mm -hmm. you should want to feel respected. Yeah. An unrealistic expectation of that would be, you know, anyone, like, again, so you insert spouse, significant other friend, um, they can't make a mistake or accidentally offend me. 
Yeah, they can't like slip up. Like, wait, a, like you don't even give them a chance. Like, there's no room for um, error. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. No room for error. Like, not giving the grace. Um, and I think this is something with, like, I think maybe when you're just starting out in new relationships too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a new friendship, maybe even a new coworker. Like, oh, yeah. you know. I think our expectations right out of the gate are really hard when we don't have that like long established relationship. Yep. I think that sure. one's pretty straightforward. And we want you to think of when we share these with you is past encounters that you've had. Yeah. You know, and so that you can kind of start to see that situational. Yeah. And how you've handled it in the past. <laughs> yeah. Like it's going to take a little, I think, reflecting too mm-hmm. to really see that. Yeah. Like as if like for, you know, if somebody offends you, like do you get super you know defensive mm-hmm. again or do you give them a little bit of grace? So. Number two, I expect them to care how I'm doing or feeling. Again, insert spouse, friend, significant other. But an unrealistic expectation might be, I expect them to read my mind. Yes, and this one I really feel is the subconscious one, right? Like where you just, you're like, why don't you understand where I'm coming from? Or why haven't you checked in with me? Or yeah. I think with friends too, like how often have we seen that with friends um, where they will, <laughs> like the friend that doesn't text back right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't care. Like, yeah. well, maybe that friend has a boundary. They're like, you know, an expectation, Ooh, which we'll get into a little bit more um, that, you know, they don't answer a text message after 8 p.m. Or It's so interesting. I love that you say that, Jules, because we tend to start to write a story or an answer for the person that we're engaging with. And it's not even true, but it's just a story we're making up in our mind. Like my husband, Cody, for a while, like it's, it's kind of, you know, bothered me a little bit that he, you know, he'll say things like, you know, well, my friends just don't like reach out to me anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, have you reached out to them? But like, you know, and Jules and I, I guess can relate to that too, of like, we talk about our, our monthly coffee chat or dates with, um, two of our girlfriends. And again, we've set it up where we all just plan the next day. The, when the day that we're having coffee. So like, we don't have to wait for one of us to like step up and ask. Yep. Like sometimes one of us will start like, hey, are we good for coffee on this date that we originally set up for? But, you know, don't try to think about again, like, well, you know, I don't know what they have going on or whatever. So it's just, just don't think about it and just send the message, send yeah. the text. Like don't assume and don't ex- expect. Yeah, you and know? don't, don't, um, don't let your ego get in the way. I feel yeah. like exactly, you know, like, just and it, you know. in that last time you guys were together, did you communicate to say like, you know, these monthly chats are really important to me. They really help my, um, you know, they really fill my cup. And oh, I think yes. we all need to, you know, take ownership or commitment or I will be the one to help coordinate these. Like, Ooh, raise your hand, that. right? Yeah, there's that communication piece right exactly. there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number three, I expect them to honor my boundaries. And the unrealistic expectation to that is I expect them to know my boundaries, even if I haven't communicated them yet. And I think what's really important is like boundaries can feel (laughs) like I feel like boundaries is such a buzzword these days. It is. Where it feels like, oh, okay, she's got boundaries. It kind of sounds clinical. Maybe like maybe a little bit and like. Um, maybe I'm a little like passive aggressive sometimes yes. too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so instead of maybe saying like, this is a boundary I have, maybe saying like, Hey, I'm choosing to limit my screen time after 8 p.m. So if I don't get back to you right away, that's why yeah. I will do my best to 
you know, respond to your message the next day. Like, how good does that feel? Like, oh, dang, like, good for you. Like, I respect that. Like, I will keep that in mind. Yep. Another one, like, you know, think about the times that we're in right now. Like, maybe saying, like, I'm not comfortable with being in really big crowds right now or whatever the case may be. Like, that's that's your feeling. And and hopefully, like, the respect (laughs) will be there, right? Like, you're going to give them grace. Hopefully, they give you grace in that. But, like, Again, that's a, a a nicer way to put it of like, I'm choosing this and, it, you know, you be my friend or my partner, like, I yeah. hope you can support me in that. Yeah, it is really unrealistic to expect them to know your boundaries if you haven't, yep. haven't communicated it. Or maybe you, your boundaries aren't clear enough, too, that like you haven't even explained it. Right, so, exactly. I think that's so, really powerful. Again, speaking in the first person is, is really helpful versus just yeah. um, the... Saying, saying the word boundaries. Yeah. So I think those are, I think we didn't want to go too long on that, but just knowing that you are someone like us, I'm sure, that has high standards and that is a great thing. Um, but just know when you might be getting into that like gray area or that area mm-hmm. of like getting unrealistic and then just check back and say, have I communicated this? Yep. Have I um, explained, you know, what's important to me, the why behind it, all those things. Yep. So now we're going to shift into... <laughs> unrealistic expectations. So we're going to stay on that side of the, the, you know, chart, I guess, if you want to call it that, because I'm thinking of like high standards on one side, unrealistic on the other side. Um, But this is in regards to unrealistic expectations that you, again, consciously or subconsciously have, have set in your relationship. So the first one is expecting your partner to make you happy. (laughs) Can you relate? Yeah. Like, do you feel like your partner's happiness is dependent on you? Like how much pressure do you feel? And I think like, you know, for Jamie and I, we, we talk, like we work on our own happiness, obviously, Mm -hmm. like we're, you know, we hack our happiness. We do what we can for that. Um, But sometimes I think depending on the relationship, wherever you are in that, like there's still that um, sense of, well, you know, they know me, so they should understand what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And like, if they're having a bad day too, like that's going to affect my happiness if you haven't done the work on yourself. It's so true. Like that's a lot to carry you guys, like to not only because again it is an internal job like you are the person you are the one that can make yourself happy Mm -hmm. but like how much easier is it when you're feeling happy to like you know just interact in a more kind and joyful way with your partner significant other friend um so yeah like it's yeah yeah that's a like something I think we've we've grown a little bit from I think that's Mm -hmm. not something like we're personally navigating right in this this time frame but when maybe we're fresh (laughs) to like dating or new in the relationship where it was like okay what's yeah we've gained a lot of self-awareness where I think that that you're right or it's not something that we're currently navigating but if you're new to that this might be that this might be a new thing that you're navigating like Mm -hmm. oh someone else like it's not someone else's job to make me happy oh wait I gotta sit on that a little bit exactly good Um, Next, so we expect our partner to read our minds, and this means we have a connection. Um, I just, I think of like all the moments where like Mm -hmm. the the number one question of like, what's wrong? You're quiet kind of thing. And it's like, well, you don't know how I feel or whatever at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I come home from work after a long day um, and I don't talk about like, and if you don't want to talk about work, but it's the one question everyone asks, how's your day? Well, did you communicate that? You're like, hey, babe, like I've been kind of really drained from work. I've been in work all day. 
can we just talk about anything else but work? Like, I am more than willing. Like, I can't wait. Can't wait to see you at the end of the day. But like, let's just set up an expectation or like a boundary that like when we get home, we don't talk about work. Yeah, because if you don't communicate that, you may feel like he never wants to talk to me, Mm -hmm. you know, or like, why doesn't he tell me about his like day? Like he spends so much time there. But you know, show your partner, significant other friend respect that that's just something that they don't want to talk about. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to that question, like, what are you grateful for today? Or Mm -hmm. like, what was good in your day? Because it might be something outside of work or, you know, some people might have a negative work environment. Maybe Mm -hmm. you know that about a friend or spouse. And then if you ask them about work right away, certainly you want to show you care if there is a way that you can help fine, but just make sure that, you know, that's, that's just something we, a conversation that we should have beforehand, like, when you get home, like, what, what do we want to focus on? Yeah. Oftentimes, like, when you go out, it's, like, always talking about the kids. Well, like, maybe on date night, you, you don't want to talk about the kids. <laughs> so you might have to get creative. But What works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. You expect them to always have it together. Okay, this one I can completely relate to because, you know, Jules and I have shared here on the podcast that, you know, we named the podcast Positive on Purpose because mm-hmm. many people call us positive. Like, yeah. how do you, how are you so positive? All those things. And so my mom has used this and Cody has used this, but when there's times when I'm not feeling as positive yeah. or happy, you know, I'm a certified happiness trainer and they'll be like, okay, happiness trainer, like, don't you have like, you know, you should, and it's it's kind of in a jokingly way, but at the same time, I can take it like, well, I can't always, you know, be happy. But, you know, sometimes you don't always allow your partner to be like vulnerable like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, this ep- or the, the example in the episode that Jay Shetty was giving is that, you know, you may say if your your partner significant other is like, I'm, you know, I'm just so frustrated or whatever. And you say, well, let me know how you're feeling. But if they finally open up to you and be honest about how they're feeling and you don't like that like response Mm -hmm. like how is that going to make them feel like you know they give your give yourself get give your partner and like what the grace you give yourself or that you're working on right like it's okay to not have it together all the time yeah and I think it goes back to like to like we're we're human beings like we're it's we're all struggling. Yes. <laughs> and like life is hard. Adulting is hard, you know, mm-hmm. to have that sense of grace again, coming back to like, we're going to, you know, make mistakes. We're not going to always have it together. And even no matter what tools we've equipped ourselves with, what, you know, background we have, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's really important. Yeah. And I mean, if you want honesty in a relationship, I think we can all say that that's definitely a value mm-hmm. that we want. Like that means being completely transparent and yeah. you want to be able to communicate that you, it's a safe place, safe space for them to share those feelings. Next is expecting them to want the same thing as you do. And boy, <laughs> I think this could look different a lot of different ways. It could be, you know, career-based. It could be where, where you want to live, mm, what, yeah. whatever. For Jamie and I, I think is, you know, our background in health and fitness. Like, and Cody even gave Jamie a shout out for this, you oh, know, yeah. too, for uh-huh. like how disciplined you are, yeah. um, you know, and I think for us is always like, oh, I wish like they would want to work out, you know, or yes. like, you know, if they don't have the same passion or it's not something that's like straight up habit, you know, yeah. I think it's like, well, don't 
don't you want to have don't you want to be healthy and don't you want to um you know longevity and like aren't those things important to you like don't you have a goal that you want to like work towards in like your your career or you know whatever like yeah because we consume a lot of you know, growth content, that's mm-hmm. where our minds go. But yeah, we need to respect that, they, that, you know, they might not want the same things. And exactly. They yeah. feel good where they're at. Yeah. Oh, Dex- Dex- Dexter's here. <laughs> Cue the dog right there. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the leash. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's that. We just wanted to share that example personally for us, but that might be something that you have to. And I think a good spin to that, too, is, you know, again, coming at it from a, like, I want you to do this or I think you should do this. Instead, can you approach it being like, I would love to create this with you. I love I would that like to shift. build this with you because then it's like setting a pace for you guys mm-hmm. and it's a something that you're, a common goal that you're working towards together. And it can evolve yes. too. Like maybe it's your idea initially, but because mm. you're growing and doing it together, yep. it's something that could evolve and say like, oh, well you bring this to it and I bring this to it. Yes, so they feel like, yeah, they have a hand in it. And I love this from Jay Shetty. He's like, when you start to expect something from someone, you start to disrespect them because mm. essentially when you're expecting it from them, you're expecting them to deliver it right then and there. Yep. And again, it doesn't give the other person the opportunity to have like, yeah, I don't want to say like a say in the relationship, but again, like being able to communicate it together or Absolutely. work on it together. Okay. One more is you accept them to understand you immediately all <laughs> the time <laughs> and you want them to be at the same level that you're at, which, you know, as personal development geeks and yes. as you know, we're Enneagram one, but I, this is a example that Keisha had shared, our mentor, Keisha Fitzgerald, of like, she's an Enneagram seven and she's like the, you know, adventurist and like, you know, she is such a dreamer and like visionary, manifests all these ideas, gets really excited about it mm-hmm. and then tells, you know, the spouse, I think we've talked about this, at, you know, when we were starting the podcast too. And the first thing I, our husbands were like, are like, okay, well, are you going to make money from that? Like, what How does much that look time like? is it going to take? And it's like, dude, like we've been like really excited about this for a while. Like, why aren't you at the same level? Yeah. And that's just it. Like you've had so much time to create, curate this idea in your mind, get the excitement behind it. Like it could be weeks months, a year, plus, who knows? Mm -hmm. And then you finally share it, like get the courage to share it with somebody and then they don't react with the level of excitement or support that you made up in your head that they would have for you. Yeah, that can be really defeating. And so again, when you approach them, maybe say like, hey, this is the why. Jules Mm -hmm. had mentioned that, like tell them the why behind it. This is why this is really important to me and I would love to have, you know, your support with it. Um, But yeah, just don't go into the conversation expecting that they will. Or like, you know, ask the question, how can I help you understand this better of why it's important to me? Those are such good questions. Like, and again, it's coming from a place of like, help me do this. Like, let's do this together. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you. Like, I'm, you know, I'll communicate how I'm feeling or why. But like, you're coming into it with like an open mind mm-hmm. and saying like, well, help me. How can I relate this better, communicate this better, help you understand why yes. um, is a really powerful shift. So we hope you find that helpful. Um, if you like this topic on expectations, uh, maybe we'll even bring on um, some more interviews with it. We yes. Jamie's got a psychologist yes. <laughs> in the family. Neuropsych. Yeah, neuropsych. And um, I think these are just, you know, things that maybe we weren't always taught. Like, I think you've always heard like, communication is important in any relationship, Mm -hmm. but like 
how you communicate. And like, I personally, Jules, like I love like specific question prompts and stuff to kind of help with that. Like, because Jamie and I have done that work is like that simple tweak of like, you know, how, how, um, or like, what's something good that happened in your day or like whatever. It's just like little questions to help get you started Mm -hmm. because sometimes it is uncomfortable and it is awkward or, you know, again, it might not be aligned right away and it just, it takes work. It really does. So yes, please tag us as usual on your stories. Send us a message on your, on the takeaways or any topics you'd love to hear because again, yeah, we we're here for you. This is content for you. Um, So we want to know what's resonating with you. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.